Hello, and welcome to the Bookish Banter Podcast, where we'll be sharing our opinions about our favorite books, authors, and bookish impulse buys. Follow along on our journey to finishing and sharing our endless TBR. Go ahead and subscribe, leave us a review, and follow us on our Instagram and TikTok at the Bookish Banter Podcast. Let's get started. Shadow and Bone, and Six of Crows by Lee Bardugo, and Born of Night by Sherilyn Kagan. Hello! How's it going? It's going well. How are you? I'm good. I really need to stop singing in all these episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm not, I'm not mad about it. So, yeah. If this is your first time here, welcome to our bookish singing podcast. No, just totally kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Welcome to our second mini episode. We feel like we've been done an overwhelming amount of YA fantasy, so we decided to do a couple um, bookish interim mini webisodes. Mini episodes? I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> we decided to do a couple mini episodes that are not related to a specific book. And what is this one about? This one is This or That Bookish Edition. So very excited about this one. So uh, basically, we're going to ask each other um, a series of this or that questions. And then we will elaborate upon why we chose this or that. So um, but before we get into it, have you bought anything bookish this week, Tatiana? I have only bought one thing. Actually, I bought two things. I bought some <laughs> bookmarks from Stacking Pages. Um, I, I got a couple. What did I get? Oh, she just had her Shadow and Bone launch. So I bought a quote uh, bookmark from her and then a couple of Polaroids of the cast yes. from Stacking Pages. Um, I bought the cast of Shadow and Bone from the Etsy shop Stacking Pages. Uh, and then I bought some for Kirsten, too. And I bought a Milo the Goat pin from Enchanted Extras on Instagram and slash Etsy. It is a pre-order, so it's not going to be here until, like, June, but it's friggin' cute. It says Milo, the softest crow. <laughs> it is so cute. <laughs> it's perfect. I love it. Um, what did you buy this week? It was an exciting week in this household. I got my very first Owl Crate box, so that was so fun. I got some fun little goodies. I got, you know, the book, obviously, and it's Witches Steep in Gold. So I was really excited to get that one because I was actually considering buying it. And then I was like, no, I'll wait because I kind of knew what the backstory was for the book they were sending out this month, but I didn't know. We, they don't tell you what book it is. And so I was like, oh, I'll just wait and see if this is the one. And it showed up and I was very, very excited. So um comes with like, came with a pen and some coffee and the little like wallet Thing for your like a phone wallet came with chopsticks like a set of chopsticks I was so excited I want those they're so cute <laughs> they're so cute and then um a bookish card game which it's basically categories for books oh, that's and I am fun. so excited to play it but um that's pretty much what came in the owl crate this this month so it was very exciting I was very excited to get it um if you check out my TikTok, there's a video of me waiting patiently. <laughs> yeah, this is Kirsten's first bookish box or like like book subscription box. So that's pretty fun. I got, got my first one in uh, December and I remember being stoked for it. And it's one of the highlights of my month. 
It's wonderful. It's so exciting. So I, it was, it was a lot of fun to dig through that and get all the fun bookish goodies. But yeah, um, that was what I got this week. Yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into this or that bookish edition. So, and play along as well. So we, we want you guys to send us, um, your, this or that's, you know, what you would, what you would choose of our questions that we're going to ask each other. So yeah, we'll put all these in the show notes and then you guys can DM us on Instagram or TikTok at the Bookish Banter podcast and tell us what you would choose and we'll make a post about it too. So comment away. Yes, definitely. So, all right, Todd, start us off. All right. What do you prefer, a series or a standalone? I'm going to have to go with a series. I, most of the books that I own are part of a series um, or some sort of relevance to each other. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at. What about you? I definitely would pick series. I like when there's extra and more about the characters and things like that. I also couldn't tell you, other than a romance novel, a single standalone book. <laughs> I'm so bad about standalones. I love series. Series. Yeah. Is, what's the Siri? <laughs> I, I'm the worst. I'm the same. I, I honestly, the only standalones that I have are probably going to be my book of the month books and then some yeah, other random ones. So um, I... Yeah, yeah, series are, are where it's at. So, um, yep, we definitely agree on that one. So, all right, I think this one might be one we don't agree on. Um, but enemies to lovers or friends to lovers? I am a huge friends to lovers stan. Simon and Clary, the OG friends to lovers, are my perfect <laughs> book couple. They don't end up together in the end. Spoiler alert for the Mortal Instruments. But I love them the most. And that has always made me love Friends to Lovers. What about you? Uh, I'm going to go with Enemies to Lovers. I'm all about the um, morally gray characters and the the fighting and the tension and the, you know, loving each other for their faults and seeing past their faults and loving them anyways. So that's... That I'm an enemies to lovers trope lover. <laughs> so I don't know. I love a good like Gale and Katniss. They never end up together. Friends to lovers never happens. Maybe that's why I like it so much. Because <laughs> Gale is garbage. Oh, whatever, I love him. <laughs> <laughs> He's too cute. On that note, um. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, so it's my turn. What yep. do you prefer, paperback versus hardback? Special edition. Wait, wait. Paperback versus hardback. Money is no object. Go. Money is no object. I was going to say it depends on what's cheaper. Um, oh goodness. I, I love a beautiful hardcover. I will say like taking the dust jacket off and like looking at like the pretty cover and like how it's printed on the side. And I do, I do have more paperbacks mostly because they're, they cost less than hardcovers, but I do love hardcovers. I think they're beautiful. I love the weight of the book and just like how pretty they always are. So um, what about you? Paperbacks or hardcovers? I would say paperback, even if money is no object, because I always feel like I'm going to ruin a paper or uh, hardcover. And I feel like a paperback is like easier to travel with. If it gets ruined, I'm not like not as upset, <laughs> but hardcovers, I'm always worried. I'm going to like, I don't know, get them greasy or <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know, ruin the cover somehow, lose the book sleeve. 
So, yeah, I think, I don't know, paperbacks are easier to travel with, all that kind of stuff. But you do crack the spine of paperback more often, obviously, way more yeah. often than a hardcover. But I don't know, I just like a paperback. Yeah, hardcovers are just stressful. Just Yeah, they're just stressful. I was reading, this is a total <laughs> side tangent, but Akasif only came in hardcover. And I spent the entire day reading it, like I did not put it down. And I like spilled pizza yeah. on it, I spilled coffee on it, and it was like a brand new book, and I sobbed. And I spilled it on like the cover, and it, the grease like wouldn't come off. Oh, it was an awful day. <laughs> I was so sad. I was like, oh my God, oh, no. no. But a paperback, I'm not so worried because they're cheap. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. Um, yeah, I I can see that. Yeah, hardcovers, I just love, I love the weight of them and I love how pretty they are. And they are more difficult to travel with. I will give you that. Um, and they are usually a lot bigger. Yeah, they're like heavier. It's like, just, what a waste. Yeah, like in weight and just like how big the book is anyways. And so, um, but I do love pretty classic hardcovers. Yeah. I I love kind of like the fancy, the fancy covers kind yeah. of a thing. So I love that. Covers, but um, oh, I love that. I have like a beautiful like a Hobbit hardcover book and it's just so pretty. It's like a collector's a collector's edition and it's beautiful but yeah i'm i'm all about the hardcovers so all right on to the next one do you prefer wholesome men or morally gray men i do not know the answer <laughs> i'm just kidding oh man if you would have asked me ages ago i would have said wholesome but i think with all the books i've read recently probably morally gray i love a good more oh man yeah. that's a lie i lied wholesome i'm all for it I, <laughs> who am I kidding? I try to be like, nope. I, I love wholesome men. Um, like Scary Gray from the A Curse of Dark and Lonely, like the Curse Breaker series. Simon. Those are like my comfort characters. Magnus, Bane. Uh, oh gosh, who else? I'm, I'm all Mal. for like wholesome. PETA. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> trying to like think of like book characters. Jacob. <laughs> Jacob's terrible. Who are we kidding? Those are my, fa- yeah. I, I'm, I'm definitely here for the wholesome. What about you? Uh, I am... 1000% on the morally gray side of things. I love the morally gray characters. Not necessarily what they do, but um, they just, I don't know what it is about a morally gray character, man. They're just so steamy and just like edgy and just, I've, I love them. And they're always funny. Yeah, I don't know what it is snarky. about it. I, I like the humor. I like the snarky humor and like the banter. And I love the just like, not. Not handling, usually, more often than not, they're not handling, like, the main character with, like, kid gloves or, you know, they're, they believe in them and they know that they can take care of themselves or they will help them to take care of themselves. They're like a wholesome idiot. They will train them That's, like, my favorite. Or, like, a big, wholesome, dumb (laughs) dumb person. Just, like, totally oblivious to what's going on. (laughs) Doesn't have to be the love interest. I'm just, like, a big, dumb idiot. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a wholesome best friend that's like hasn't a clue what's going on, you know. That's what I like. That's so great. Yeah. No, I'm I'm more Jesper? for the morally dangerous ones. <laughs> Jesper is just oh, yeah. Yeah. Kirsten's all about the morally. You're gray, like a David. But... No, David is. Yeah, like is David. Those are my is favorite wholesome... characters. The ones that are just like big, silly, dumb, just having a clue. Wholesome. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. If you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about Shadow and Bone (laughs) for David and Jesper. Um, Kirsten's favorite type of um, man is Morally Gray. Tall, Mm -hmm. dark, tragic backstory, Morally Gray. Yep. That's your favorite character ever. If you listen to our Book Boyfriend episode, you will, every single one of them (laughs) is like... Morally Gray. Morally Gray, 
tragic backstory every single one of them so yep that's amazing okay um what about forgot what i was gonna ask there uh do you prefer a bookmark or whatever's available or are you very particular about that i guess is the better question um it that's hard i think now being a part of the bookish community i have so many bookmarks now it's insane i was gonna say pre-book talk post-book talk Pre, pre book talk, I was like, oh, there's a receipt. I don't think I'm going to need this. Let's use that. Oh, a, a tag off of a piece of clothing. Okay. Like let's use that. I maybe had like two bookmarks that I'd had since I was like really yeah. little, like really old and crinkly from, like, and like falling San apart. Diego as like a souvenir someone got you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, exactly. And now I have a collection of bookmarks and I love them all dearly and I use them as often as I can because I love them. Yeah. So now I use bookmarks, then it was just whatever was available. Before Kirsten. Pre and post. Okay. Yep. What about you? I think the same. I think like pre bookstagram. I actually did have quite a collection of bookmarks, but I didn't use all of them. I just like had them. But yeah. I used like travel napkins a lot, you know, like the napkin they give you on like a flight. I would always yeah. have that. And I'm like, I haven't traveled in like a year, but I still have like that Southwest napkin like in my books. And then it would just moved to like the next book. So that was my bookmark. But now I have a thousand bookmarks. I have so many. It doesn't help that I'm like a rep for a bookmark company, but yeah, I have quite the collection of bookmarks. So I would prefer them. I just you do don't have know why I used a napkin. Such You have such a great collection of it's bookmarks. Massive. I love it. It's awesome. All your Polaroids. Yeah. I love it. I'm obsessed with it. I have a couple from other places, but yeah, that was, I don't know why I always used to use like that one napkin. Anywho. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Yep. All right. So we've on to on from bookmarks to, all right. Do you prefer your books to be worn? So like cracked spine, dog-eared, maybe some food stuck in there. Or do you prefer them to be pristine and beautiful and, like, they've never been touched? I don't know. <laughs> For me, knowing it's like <laughs> me as a person, if I'm going to read the book, I think I would like it pre-owned. I like to thrift books because then I don't feel as bad if I, like, crack a spine or if I rip a page or on accident, on accident, or, you know, something happens to it. I don't worry as much, but I really yeah. do like a nice brand new book that, like, nobody else has opened. But I also feel like I'm reading it like a a child I don't know you're just like half open glancing at the page you're you need you need like a like a little magnifying glass to get into the page to see what the words are because you can't open it too wide because you'll crack yeah crack the crack the spine yeah Yeah, that's what I worry about so I would prefer pristine if I wasn't such a mess of a person so (laughs) half and half (laughs) what about you goodness yeah I've I feel that I just finished, okay, so I just finished from Blood and Ash, and I feel like that book is very, from anyone who's read any of those books, they're very difficult to read because you don't want to crack the spine, and so I struggled on that one of, like, barely opening it to read it, so I feel that, but I am one of those people, I don't, I, I, I want my books to look pretty. Like, I want them to be pristine. I want them, like, if I set a book down and I accidentally, like, fold the edge, even if it's, like, a, a thrift book. Like, I thrift most of my books or I get them secondhand mostly because they're from, like, half price books. But if, like, a full, if, like, a page is dog-eared or something or if an edge is, like, kind of folded over weird, 
I <laughs> lose it. Like I'm like, <gasps> I'm just, I like it's not. I'm not okay when that happens. I, like I, and I think it. I think it came from. Okay, so little backstory here. When I was in middle school, one of my friends uh, let me borrow a book, and I was like reading this book, right? And I made the mortal sin of dog earing the page, and I was reading it, and she saw me, and she's like did you dog ear the pin? Like she was so upset that I had like dog eared the page. And now like I get it. And then I was like, what are you like? I was like crazy. Like, here's your book. Fine. You know, but now I would be the same. If someone dog eared my pages, I would probably I remember like, when I came to visit and we were taking pictures for the podcast and like recording and stuff. And I picked up a book to use it as a prop for a picture and opened it ever <laughs> so slightly. And Kirsten audibly gasped. And looked at me like I was nuts. And I was like, I know. I know. I think it was from Blood and Ash. That's like not a well-made book like to open. It's not very easy to open. And I like knew it. And you were like, um. And I was like, okay, putting it down. I'm down. It's so funny. I was going to launch myself at Tatiana across yeah, the like, couch just to like, save my book. I was like, okay, I'm putting like... it down. I'm so sorry. I, I opened your book. Like, I'm well aware <laughs> how this is made. Like, I have the same one. Calm down. <laughs> Oh man, that was funny. It was funny. It was yeah, yeah. So I I prefer pristine books. I will say I do appreciate the kind of the worn look on some of them. I love like that's one of my favorite things too when I'm like thrifting books or in a secondhand bookshop is like seeing notes that are yeah. in books. Like I love that. That's always great. But I'm also like my own books. I'm like don't write in them. Yeah, yeah. Don't. Like I don't think we do yeah. that anymore. But before we were guilty of all of these things. Yes. Our bad. Very. Until I got yelled at in middle school by my friend, and then I never dug yeah, in a book I never again. Did that. I don't think I ever me for did that. I was always like, there's got to be something around that I can use. Dog earring, cracking the spines, mm, I don't know. I have a lot of like Western romance novels, and those Same. ones are so, you can't not crack the spine. But now I'm aware, yep. and I'm better about it. But my $3.99 mass print paperback of Big Sky Wedding is cracked all over the place. <laughs> it's from the tension and just yeah. rolling the book around and being like, ah! <laughs> that's fair so I was nicer to my that's why I like them pre-owned and I don't know I, I would prefer them to look awful so that I don't feel so bad when I make them look even more awful <laughs> I feel that I get okay. Okay. yeah is it my turn I, I got you yep it is your turn who asked the question. okay so next question <laughs> what do you prefer fantasy or contemporary fantasy all the way I I have a hard time with contemporary sometimes. Like, I, if it does not catch my attention in the first, like, two chapters, I'm putting it down. Like, I'm very bad with contemporary. Fantasy, I I love fantasy. I will escape to a witchy, wizardy, dragon-filled world in a heartbeat over reality. <laughs> so, anything, if anything that is close to reality, which I don't really want to dive into what that says about me. Well, but uh, I don't want to look too deep. Don't want to look too deep into that one. Um, but yeah, definitely fantasy. What oh, about you? Same. I also have such a hard time with contemporary. I don't know. Something about the fact that this could potentially be real other than that these are like fictional people. I just don't love it. I, I never yeah. do. I'm like really bad about that in everything, like in shows and movies and all that. Like give me fantasy all the way. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't maybe say something about us. I will say even shows, like we'll watch shows and you're like, that didn't happen. There's no way that would happen. Yeah, it's so unrealistic. I just can't. I'm like, if you're going to make it non-fantasy, like you're going to make it contemporary, make it contemporary. Like make it realistic yep. then. I don't know. 
That's my, like, friends. That's the only one I'll watch that's, like, non-fantasy. I don't know. I should be yeah. better about this. I'm really, really bad. I will have, I will struggle through a book if it's anything but fantasy. Yeah. We found that out earlier this year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fantasy is, is where it's at. Definitely where it's at. So, um, okay. Well, next one. Library or bookstore? Is money an object? Money is not an object. I would say bookstore. I don't know. I love the library. If money was an object, okay. Reality, I would say library because everything is free. (laughs) And like the options are endless. If money is no object, I would say bookstore because then I get to keep it all at the end. I use the library a ton. I mean, you don't really have one where you live, but I use my library a ton because I feel like sometimes I read the book and I'm so glad I use the library. I don't like the book and I like it because there's like a lot of options and you don't have to feel like pressured to keep that like it's just I'm never gonna read this again so like why did I buy it so I don't know maybe I maybe I pick library I'm really wishy-washy on this one on this entire episode (laughs) apparently I don't know I like I like to own books but I I do like the option of being able to return them if they sucked so library go (laughs) I am bookstore all the way granted I have not been in the library since I was really young so it's I love libraries but I also, I like owning the books. Um, I also am very like if I if I don't like something or whatever, I'll just take it back to half price, and then get a credit. That's the way to do it. Yeah, I don't know. I like to do that, but I definitely bookstore. I just bookstores are just my happy place. Yeah, I definitely love a good so. bookstore. I just been trying to be better about it this year, like renting from the library, and I like the option of not buying yeah. it and then being like. Well, I'm never going to read this again, so it's just going to sit on my shelf or I'm going to get rid of it. Or just being like, bye, back yeah. in the bin. See you later. Never. Yeah. That that <laughs> helps, though. That's, like, very helpful of being like, okay, like, I'm actually buying the books that I know I will like or enjoy or that I know that I'm probably yeah. going to read again. Or maybe someone down the road, like, I have books that I'm like, I really like this book, and but I'm weird and sentimental about Maybe one day my children would love to yeah. read these books. You it's know what I mean? Because a lot and of so things I'm are like gone. Like... You know, I you recommended for me yeah. to read The Horse Whisperer, and I had such a hard time finding it online. And like my library only offers it in like a Kindle version, and I found it at a, a thankfully I found it at a thrift store. But like stuff like that, I always worry. It's like, okay, are is Akatar one day not going to be available in mass paperback? Come on, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. You know, I just worry about stuff like that. Like, am I ever going to get rid of a book? And then I'll think to myself, like, oh, I'm going to reread that, and I can't find it. That happened to me. That happened, and it's a yeah. nightmare. I that that happened with Bridgerton. So I read the entire series, and I was moving, and so I was like, you know, these books are everywhere. If I want to buy them again, they're only like five dollars. I'll just get them again if I want to read them again. So I got rid of all my Bridgerton series, and then Bridgerton came <laughs> out, and I wanted to reread the books, and I could not find them. Yeah, they're Anywhere. gone. Nowhere. They were gone because everyone and their mother was reading them. And I was like, and they, thankfully, since the show came out, they were like, yeah, re, they you know, started more. reprinting them. But it, that experience yeah, it was scared like, me. I was looking it for the horse and I was like, oh my God, I'm never going to be able to read this. It was on listed on Amazon for $42. And I was like, for a $6 book? Like, that's yeah. so wild. And I happened to find it at a thrift store. But I was like, this is crazy because the Horse Whisperer is like a classic. I mean, it's not a real classic, but it's like a classic. Yeah. And I'm like, where am I going to find this? Yeah, it's, I always worry about yeah. that, so I don't get rid of things. That's why I'm a hoarder. Whoopsies. <laughs> yeah. Next question. What do you prefer, Kindle or audiobook? 
Kindle. Definitely. Yeah, because sometimes people's voices can ruin the book. That's fair. I don't know. I like it when I'm like reading a reading a book and I can kind of decide like this is probably how they sound or yeah. you know, I feel like sometimes when someone reads that it's like awkward and I also don't want to hear someone reading. I like to read romance books. I don't want to hear someone talking about a smutty scene. That's cringy. Oh, that is so fair. That's so fair. I'm going to go Kindle. I did not think about that at all. Yeah. And now I'm like rethinking my answer. I was going to say audiobooks. I feel like it saves a lot of time. <laughs> and then it's like, if it's not a book that I have been wanting to read, because for me, audio is a good, I don't know. I would prefer an audio over a Kindle. I think that's the answer to the question. <laughs> I would prefer an audio over Kindle because <laughs> I think it saves like a lot of time. I don't like reading on the Kindle. It's awful. It just, it's so hard to me. I want to like see how far I'm, I am in the book. And an audiobook, I'm just like, it's like listening to a podcast. You know, you can like make it go faster. Yeah. But I didn't think about the people ruining the name and the smutty scenes. So now I'm rethinking a lot yeah. of my choices. Yeah. I, I, it's like the voices talking, it's the, it's smutty scenes. It's also for me, even when I find myself listening to podcasts, I'll like zone out. Yeah. And so I know, I know myself. And if I'm, listening to an audiobook, I'm going to yeah. zone out and then have no idea what the hell is going on. And so I just like, I would rather when I'm reading, I'm so engrossed in the yeah. story, like more, if it's a good book, I won't even realize I'm actually reading. There will be moments when I'm like, oh, I'm in my apartment and reading. I'm not actually in this forest somewhere with this smoking hot, morally right, great right. character. That's fair. You know what I mean? So it, it's such a very, I, I don't know, for me, that's just my process. I would rather read and be able to create my own world rather than the world that yeah. whoever's talking about the book. I'm really creating. bad at pronouncing names, so I would like to hear someone else do that. Except now we're name. doing this podcast and um. we have now we have to sound like we've read the book and we're not complete idiots. So I'm really struggling there. I'm like, Elena. I think everyone does Elena. that, though. Jasper. Jasper. I'm so bad. I have nothing. I feel like everyone does that. We talked about Born of Night, and um, the main character, his name is Nikirian. And it's not a hard name to say, it's just clunky to say. And so I ended up starting just calling him Nick. And then starting in the second book, they start calling him Nick. And I was like, see, it works out, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I just feel like now that we're on here and we're pronouncing characters' names, I should stop calling Elena, Alina. (laughs) it's fine stop calling bagra baggy <laughs> we all know you're talking more right. sova baggy mozzarella because that's so accurate that's <laughs> true i used to call like Be- i used to think bellatrix from harry potter was beatrix like that's how i would say it in my head because i was like i don't know i just didn't read that all the way through i'm so smart i'm so <laughs> educated anyways next question <laughs> all right so next question is Long series or short series? So more than three books or three books? I'm going to have to go with long series. That's so OG. 2007 to like 2012. That was like the nice preteen fantasies that we all used to read. They were like six to 12 books per series. So I don't like, I like the more, I think the more the merrier, the more the better. I like when series last forever. I think they've changed a little bit now, but I like when they go on for ages. What about you? I also prefer long series, but I will say some series don't need to be long. I think we can all say that. <laughs> like some series, I'm like, mm, you should probably have only been three books. We didn't really need seven books of this. I um, need seven. But I do, 
I do like the long series. I like, I love the long series and continuing to read the story and watch it develop. And also watching the writer kind of develop in their style as they go along in the series as well. And um, I have an obsessive personality. Seeing how. So I like when there's more so that I can obsess over the universe <laughs> as a whole. Really feeds my. I feel that. Uh, it really feeds my Virgo soul, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Yep, I feel that. We love as much information as we can about men that we've never met. Okay, when you read a hardcover, do you prefer the sleeve on or off? Is this even a question? Are we talking about when I'm reading it or when it's on my shelf? Or reading it. When I'm reading it, I prefer the the dust jacket on. On. Hot tape. I do. I love, like, the insides of, like, the hardcovers and, like, you know, the pretty foils and or like the pretty designs and things and it gives me anxiety to take off and read the hardcover so um usually i'll keep the dust jackets on or the book sleeves on is usually what i what i do i'm also terrified that if i take them off they're gonna get ripped so i keep them on i'm terrified if i leave them on they're gonna get ripped so i'm dust jacket Ah. off because i'm like propping in on things and i'm just I'm a reckless human, apparently, as I read. But I've ripped so many dust jackets that way. Watch <laughs> out. She is a reckless reader. When I first joined Book <laughs> We have a reckless reader. Posted, and it was like, that song, Strip It Down. And she just had a book and, like, dropped the book sleeve. And the, that, like, strip it down. Whatever song was playing, <laughs> I was dying. <laughs> and I was like, that's so true. <laughs> I don't know anybody that reads with them on, except for apparently Kirsten. Yeah, I definitely take it off. Yeah, I'm sorry I it read using them. It. Yeah, nope. They they that's stay hilarious. on. The babies stay on. Yep, that's that's how that goes. All right, next question. Are you a buying a collector's edition or just a regular mass market paperback <laughs> kind of gal? I would say in the world, like in my life, I'm a mass market paperback because I cheap as hell. I Same. want, I would love a collector's edition, but I have to really love the book to spend like $35 on a hardcover. I have a hard, I have a really hard time doing that because first of all, I would never open it. Second of all, I would never do anything but like leave it on in a glass case on my shelf, you know? So I don't feel like it's yeah. worth it. It's nice and it's pretty for like bookstagram pictures, but I don't know. I have a really hard time with that one because I would never, I would never read it. And I like to ruin books when I read them. What about you? Yeah. I would have to agree. I'm with you on that one. I have so many. If you look at my um, romance collection, it is like we were talking earlier. It is lots of books with, it's the mass market romance books. The books with half naked men on them and just people making out and swans and castles and shit. And then um, also, I, I would have to agree. It really depends on the book. I have a collector's edition of The Hobbit because The Hobbit is... Yeah, like your all-time favorite. So, so I'm gonna have a uh, like I have one collector's edition of that. I would die. I would give my. I have not. No, you've read The Hobbit, but not that book. But it'll probably it's gonna be. I also I also have a collector's edition of The Princess Bride, and it is. Yeah, you just got that one, right? Beautiful for a gift. Yeah, my sister got it. My sister got it for me for Christmas because she knows how much I adore The Princess Bride. But I'm never gonna read it, and I don't know. That feels like a waste to me, unless like like The Hobbit. I don't have a book that I don't know. They're gonna make like a special edition in Crescent City, then I'll buy that shit. But they <laughs> <laughs> make a special edition. If there's a special edition of Crescent City somewhere on the in the market, you message me right now. But I would have to like really like the book to buy it because I am cheap. 
Yeah. Yep. I or, feel that. Or yeah, I only have two special editions, and they're. Yeah, we are. We're we're about like, what's the, the cheapest thrifting, option? Man. We're <laughs> ten dollar regular paperback or three dollar mass yeah. market paperback. Three dollars. Like thrift store. Because it's the same words inside the book. So my next question for you is: What do you prefer when they create a show adaptation or a movie adaptation of your favorite book? Uh, I'm gonna have to go with show just because. I don't, oh, that's hard. I like the shows because it's. There's more to watch. It goes longer. But then sometimes they get, like, on Netflix, they'll get taken down. And it's, like, you can't rewatch yeah. it. Like, with Friends, when they just, like, took Friends off the off of everything and you wanted to cry because you couldn't watch Friends anymore. So it's, like, that scares me with shows. But, like, um, when it comes to movies, like, I will say Fifty Shades of Grey was... Did, they did so well with that. I love Fifty Shades of Grey. I'm not even gonna lie. I am obsessed. You're like, Kristen, pick a movie you adaptation. Are... She's like, okay, mm, from a book. Heard Ooh, it here. Lord of the Rings. No. Mm-mm. The Golden Compass. No. Mm-mm. Ooh. Let me think. <laughs> Fifty Shades. Yeah, that was a great <laughs> book to movie adaptation. The Hunger Games. No. Mm-mm, it not was. For me. <laughs> I it know. Was, I'm okay. just saying. It was a great movie adaptation. Like Twilight. Actually, not. Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings was a great movie, but it was not a great book-to-movie adaptation. I'm just going to throw that out there. There's a lot of things that are different. So, and The Hobbit. Anyways, if you want to hear me screech about that That'll be for an episode a while. one day. But, okay, we're talking about Fifty yeah. Shades. It was a, it, they did a very good job adapting it to the movie. So, that is one thing. But I do love shows because, again, you know, the long series, the additional content that I will love and cherish Yeah, we all forever. love to, like, binge a show, I think. <laughs> so. I would, for me, mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna say show. I know that people give this one a lot of crap, but I actually really like Shadowhunters, and I, it was nothing like the books, but I liked that it was so many seasons, and I don't know, I like when they do a show, and it's, like, many seasons, and you could just get, I'm obsessed. I get obsessed with something, and yeah. I want it to be, like, longer. Unless it's going to be, like, Lord of the Rings, where it's three movies for, like, nine hours, then that's, like, enough for me. Like, that's <laughs> just the same amount as a series. It's a lot. But I would say series, because then there's always a chance for it to, like, keep going. Like, it's hard for that. I, I feel like a lot of the times yeah. Hollywood's not going to be like, okay, we're going to make a seventh movie or whatever. Oh, unless it's Harry Potter. I don't know. <laughs> I should have gone say... through. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad about this. Ah. I know it's hard. Right? It's hard. You get into it because I was immediately I was like show, and then I was like wait. <laughs> so I'm gonna say, ugh, I'm really indecisive. Like you've got Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah, you've got that's so like, true. Harry Potter. Yeah. Mm, huh. Shit. Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna say <laughs> I'm gonna mix it up. Kirsten said show ish, and I'm gonna say movie ish because I think they did really good. You're right. We we discussed this. They did really good with. Hunger Games, I think they did a great job. Divergent was amazing. I like Lord of the Rings. I know it's different than the book. And I know, like, Divergent, they're all different than the book. But I think, yeah, those yeah. are really good examples. Harry Potter is amazing. So I'm going to say movie. I'm going to say movie-ish. Movie okay. adjacent. I still like Shadowhunters. Who are we kidding? I think of, like, another... <laughs> We're very middle of the road on this one. What's, like, a book to show adaptation, though, other than Shadowhunters and Shadow and Bone? There's a lot of shadows. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bridgerton? Yeah. Bridgerton. Um, oh, there's a couple. His others. Dark Materials. That's a show that was off the Golden Compass. Yeah, we would mm-hmm. fail it. There's a we couple. We do well ones. in trivia. No, not. somebody please let us know a book to show adaptation that's not Shadowhunters, Bridgerton, Shadow, Shadow and, Bone. and Bone, or 
his golden compass or his dark materials, whatever that one is on HBO. Yeah. Please tell me another book to show adaptation. Game of That's Thrones. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> We're fired. We're absolutely what? fired. We really. <laughs> We're terrible. Okay. You're doing well. Wow, that is. Okay, I think it's time for the okay, last yep. question then. On that note, we'll go with the last one. Okay, so the last question of the night is, do you prefer books to be over or under 300 pages? I say always over three. I love a good long book, even if it's trash. Just kidding. But I, <laughs> I would prefer books to be over 300 pages. I think, like, anything less than that is just, like, a little bit too short. Again, unless the book is awful. But I don't know. 300 pages. I'm into it. What about you? Yeah. Same. I would, I would have to say the same. I'm actually looking at this one book. Oh, it is a lot more pages than I thought it's it It's hard did. to find a book it under looks really 300 pages. And it's, it looks like it's like 400 pages. It's actually 800 pages. So, um, so it's a lot more pages than I thought it was. But yeah, I would, I would have to agree with you over 300. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to find a book under 300 pages. Yeah. I will say that. It really is. I honestly couldn't tell you how many times, or how, if I even have a book that's under 300 pages. I'm pretty sure everything I own is either 300 pages or um, above. So let's see. I think A Court of Frost and Starlight is under 300 pages, but that's an, oh, a novella. Book. Yeah. It is 229. Okay, I own one book. There's like a handful. I just find, I think you have a hard time finding like a full fledged book that's under 300 pages. So, huge fan of that. I don't know why we're talking yeah. about this. <laughs> Anything else you have to share? No, uh, nothing else here, but thank you for playing This or That, bookish, uh, bookish Edition. It was fun. Um, I hope you guys kind of learned a little bit more about us and our random preferences and our random tangents that we just went on and this weird, weird bookish this was a fun mini moment that we just had. If you guys have ideas it was for fun. Bookish This uh, or That, DM us on Instagram or TikTok, and we'll do another one of these episodes, and we'll read your guys' responses to these two. So respond yes. to the comments or dm us which ones you would choose and we'll do a a listener yep. response episode follow us like review um subscribe all the fun things we are on instagram and tiktok at the bookish banter podcast so please follow us there thank you for for listening and please leave a five-star yeah, review please subscribe leave yes. us a review and this week we're asking if you could tell one friend to listen to us because that would be amazing yes and we're having it would be the greatest time being ridiculous and want more of you to join. So please follow us. Thank you all. We love you all. Thank you for tuning in. And um, we'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us for this fun little bonus episode. Bye. Okay, bye. Thank you for listening to the Bookish Banter podcast this week. We would appreciate it if you would subscribe and leave a five-star review. Thank you once again, and we'll see you all next week. 